are recording here with my brother Calvin. Welcome back to another episode. Um, today we're going to be talking about Pokemon. So we brought our Pokemon connoisseur. <laughs> I When we brought up the idea of doing a... I immediately thought of Calvin because the Trivia Crack app came out. And there's like one of the Trivia Crack apps. And one of the sections was Pokemon. And I thought I'd be able to handle Calvin. But he just smoked my butt. <laughs> I did not know half of them. So from then, I was impressed, and I was like, we need to do Calvin, because I think he's got more knowledge than I thought he had. But how are you guys doing? Good, man. Um, we have already done the Zelda pillar, I guess you would call it. I guess you would yeah. say Nintendo has three main pillars, Mario, Pokemon, and Zelda. Yep. So this will be our Pokemon episode. So this is going to be a good one. For sure, for sure. Um, I'm super excited for Pokemon. We, I think we all grew up on it, and it's just going to be cool to see a little bit older aspect of Pokemon because Calvin's a couple years older than us. And I don't know. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I'm doing great. Um, about to move here in a couple weeks, so episodes might be a little spotty on me, but we'll try to get them done. But yeah, doing great. Been enjoying having a week off. <laughs> Well, how are you doing, Calvin? <laughs> oh, I'm doing pretty good. Sorry. I was kind of waiting for the moment, and I was like, eh, maybe not. No, no. Okay, we're good. Gotcha, no, gotcha. I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. Can't it's awesome. About much. It's awesome having you back. It's been about two or three months about now since we've had that magic episode. Yeah. You are yeah, so. first guest on for a second time. Oh, you feel yeah. special. A little bit. <laughs> Especially the topics I actually enjoy talking about. Yeah, I'm excited. I was gone for that last episode, so it's nice to be here this time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah, I was busy. And we're going to have you on soon for Valheim episode. <laughs> <laughs> no one else to bring on. That's true. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So let's get straight into it. We are all curious, as you are quite a bit older than us, you were able to experience the start of Pokemon. And we're curious just how that how that was as a, as a kid seeing Pokemon come to life. Yeah, no, I mean, I remember, so the first cards that I received, it was the first, the original generation and it was the first theme boxes. It was, it was either my birthday or Christmas. I can't remember, but I got the two player starter set theme box and then the overgrowth, which came with Bulbasaur and the green. And that was the very first card that I received. And I remember, so Bulbasaur was my very first Pokemon card. Um, and I think, I mean, that was seriously, what, 96 or so? Because I believe 95 is when they first were released. Um, but man, that thing, I mean, it was everywhere when I was girl. I mean, we had binders full. Everyone was taking them everywhere. I mean, you wouldn't see a kid without a binder full of pokemon cards you know um it was a pretty pretty big deal back then i mean it still is honestly oh yeah but when it first came out it was just this because i remember i think in middle school is where they started it was like pogs it got so big so quick that they started banning it mm -hmm. you know because people would get super angry and stuff about that yeah. um i had kind of a similar thing from uh with Yu-Gi-Oh cards 
is they just started saying no. Yu-Gi-Oh cards and marbles. You couldn't bring them anymore. Uh, <laughs> wait, what's no, a pog? I, a pog? What? Really? You don't know what a pog is? It's those little cardboard discs that you have. You have a stack of them. And the whole point of it, so like if you and I were playing, each one would put in, what, 10 pogs? And then you'd take turns hitting that stack with the more heavier pog. And if you hit the stack and they flip over, you get to keep those pogs. I have no idea what that is. You've never? Oh, wow. I've, I've heard of it, but I've never played it. Oh, my it or gosh. Anything. Oh, wow. So when you said 1995, you got to remember this, Calvin. I was no, born I, in 1995. I get it. I get it. <laughs> that's nuts. Yeah, so when you're introduced to Pokemon cards in 96, that's when Carter was yeah, born, man. right? In 96? <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's we were awesome. infants. Um. So were you introduced to the cards first or the game games? Oh first? yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So I, man, if I remember right, I don't think the game. So the games came out in what ninety six, but it came out in Japan first. You know, the red, blue, and oh, green gotcha. or whatever. And I believe the first red and blue game came out in ninety nine for the original Game Boy. If if I'm correct on that. So, but I never really owned the original Game Boy. So my first handheld was the Advanced. So yeah. my first game I ever played was Leaf Green. And that was my jam. Leaf Green and Ruby, I think, was the gotcha. Was the other one. But so Okay, 99. so you, I'm pretty much on the same wavelength as you. Because my first game I ever beat on my own in my life was Pokemon Ruby. Okay. Yep. So, Yeah. That holds a special place in my heart. Like oh, that's yeah. the first game that I was like, no, I'm playing this by myself. And then again, my brothers probably helped me still here and there. But like, <laughs> I felt so good finally beating that game. Yeah. Good times, man. So why do you recall, since none of you guys watched it or played it, why why was there such a big jump to the carts? They were just cool. What do you mean? Like, so why, like, why did you guys care about the cards if you never? I have no idea. You have no yeah. idea. It was. I don't know. It was just seriously. It's a, it was a phenomenal. I mean, a phenomenon. It I feel like. Just, it, yeah, I feel like. Uh, I feel like when some like group of kids start doing something, it just immediately gets popular, and then every kid has to do it. Because think back in 2017, Fortnite, like. Yeah. Just a small group started and then it exploded. I think it was the same thing with Pokemon cards. Is it just exploded and everybody had to have them? But I don't know. And like I, that, I, I mean, I can guarantee I never thought it would get to the point that it is today. You know, yeah, it, it blows my mind to see where it's coming. You know, oh, it's crazy. Well, thinking about like what cards we had and stuff, like I, I can recall that I probably had a holographic Charizard at one point in my life. But it's probably like in a wet, soggy pocket of my yep. three-year-old, of my five-year-old self, just because <laughs> I didn't know what the what the value of it would be. Oh yeah. That, well, then again, I'm a kid, so like, it's just in my pocket. I'm ready to go play with it or show it off. Oh yeah. I don't know. No, I remember the first Pokemon battle I had. It was I even remember who was it who it was against, and I won't say his name, but it was. A Meowth versus my Mankey. And I took him out. And that was my very first Pokemon win. And I got to keep his card. 
Um, and then I, I still have probably about a hundred of the original Pokemon cards from when I was younger. I still have them, but you know, they're beat up they're Yeah. Tore up and stuff, but I still got them. They're in a little box and it's fun to look at them, but. I think my mom ended up throwing them away or giving them away at one point. Oh yeah. Cause we, we, she literally had like, uh, I don't know how to explain this to the podcast, but it's literally this box and probably had like a hundred cards or whatever in it. And at some point when you're, when you're a parent, I imagine things just disappear and you just don't think about it anymore. Yep. And so when I, when I say something like, where's my Pokemon cards, mom, she's like, what, what are you even talking about? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> no. no, it's true. Yeah. For my cards, I remember, I think it was you calling that we both took my yeah. cards and like, we put them in like stacks of 10 and wrapped rubber bands around them. And we were planning to sell them at like our, at our summer fest. festival. And, uh, we figured out that we needed to be a certain age and we needed to get permission from the city hall. So we just gave up on that idea. But I think after <laughs> that, my mom was like, I'm going to get rid of these cards anyway. And so after that, I didn't see them ever again. So mm-hmm. I think that was when they disappeared. But I don't have any of the original cards I had anymore. Wish I did. Same. <clears throat> so you said your first game you ever played was Leaf Green, right? Yep, I think. Yeah. Yep, Who yep. was your first starter? This tells a lot about a character. Oh, man. My first starter ever? Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, it was Bulbasaur, straight up. Okay, okay. If I remember right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> Sorry, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> it would take out Brock in an instant. So oh, shut yeah. Your mouth. And Misty. Brock and Misty. I mean, 100% that was the reason. I mean, besides Bulbasaur being my first Pokemon and my favorite, you know. Oh, he's your favorite, was, too? Well, no, well, at the time. So oh, gotcha, I, gotcha, gotcha. But, well, yeah, definitely. When I was younger, I was all about um, the grass type. So my favorite starter was probably Chikorita. I freaking loved her. She was, or I always called her her, but I thought it was the most adorable thing in the world. It was, and then, um, so I always had her and Bulbasaur, but, I mean, mainly now I pick fire no matter what they look like, you know. Mm-hmm. It always seems to be harder to find a Pokemon, a fire Pokemon to begin with, and they're always fighting bugs and grass anyway at the beginning, so. Might yep. as well, right? Yep, yep. But this last one, or not this last one, but, oh my gosh, not Sword and Shield, the last one. Ex- no, had... Sun, and, Sun and Moon? Sun and Moon, yep, Sun and Moon. Um, I did pick Rowlet that time. Yeah. Because of the duo, you know, because mm-hmm. he was, what was he, flying and grass? Something so I like thought that. that was a pretty good little combo. So I did pick him. But that's, to tell the truth, that's my brother's favorite Pokemon is Dishijui, the final evolution of that. Oh, yeah, so, no. I think he's got he's grass and ghost or something like that. Something like that, or dark. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if the other two remember theirs but i remember my first starter pokemon was in ruby and it was 100 percent torchic so i don't think it's nowhere near like my favorite pokemon in, anymore but like i don't know i feel like i had like two or three fire pokemon on my team in that gen because i just loved fire it's like it's just better than everything because it's fire uh, it, it really <laughs> is after you look at it you're like why did i choose water or i mean and they were so abundant grass and water pokemon are pretty dang abundant 
So it's really yeah. easy to get one. But having a strong fire at the beginning of the game, man, it was pretty tough. Yeah. Well, I chose the hard route because my first game was Pokemon Crystal. I was oh, just shoot. looking up because I forgot the title. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I played Generation cool. 2 on like the old Game Boy. Yep. And uh, my first starter was Totodile. And I didn't really play that one that much, but I remember getting home from church every Sunday and just like getting on that all the time. But my big first Pokemon game was Ruby, and my first starter on that was Trico. So I think Trico is like my biggest starter as I got into Pokemon. But as I, 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 I stuck with water Pokemon as I kept going, so I never really picked the fire because I know like Peyton and Sawyer would always pick the fire ones, so I didn't want to pick the same ones as everyone else. <laughs> yep. I actually, I don't know why, but I just do not have fond memories of Emerald, which is what we have. I don't like, like, my memories of it, I don't like that game. Even well, though, and it might even be the two-year gap we have in between me and you. Like, it just might be that little bit more time. Yeah, and you have... like, I have the best memories of Diamond and Pearl, but yep. for some reason, Emerald, I just don't, like, when I think about it and, like, I see pictures of it, even though it's nostalgic to me, I don't like that game. And I think it might be because I don't like any of the starters, to be honest. I don't really like... I, mean, I think a Blaziken's cool. But I think the first one I ever chose... I played. I started that game probably four times. Uh, like, during Grid Kids and stuff. Like, I just play it. Uh, I think that the first one I chose was... Who's the green... Who's the grass type? Trico? Tr- yeah, Trico. Trico. Um, but, uh, yeah, Diamond is what is the game that really made me love pokemon before that it was, it was, same for me yeah. however can't oh sorry you go no, i was gonna say though that is what i definitely remember growing up with you two being yeah. a lot younger than me diamond and pearl man uh-huh pipple up every time <laughs> nah, man. All pokemon, man. chimchar man <laughs> well I, I i wanted to ask a question so with all the games that you guys have played like I'm very um, prone to doing this where I'll typically get a couple Pokemon from the new series, the new generation, but there's always a couple I always put into my team no matter what because I love them so much or they're powerful as can be. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any of those? Is there a Pokemon that you have to have in your team no matter what? I don't know, because sometimes when I play a new game, I feel like I need to play with the newer Mons, but, and I don't know if we want to get into this right now. I bet we, we could. Um, but if my favorite Pokemon is in that game, uh, I most likely will pick it up just because I love it. Um, and it's sometimes harder to find. I can just tell you guys what my favorite Pokemon is right now. It's Haxorus. Um because who doesn't like a dragon with a couple axes on the side of its mouth? It's amazing. I love it. Um, it's fast as freaking hits like a truck. So, um, yeah. So if that if if he's in a game, I usually pick him up first thing, like wherever I can. And I feel bad sometimes because sometimes I'll just forget that I like have anything else on my team until the new oh, generations yeah. came out and I, there was fairy and you actually had to think <laughs> with yeah. the dragon Pokemon. <laughs> Because you don't have to like in the older generations. If you had a dragon Pokemon, you win the game. That's just how it goes. It's <laughs> that simple. Nothing yeah. hurts you, and you hurt everything. So, yep. I don't know, but most of the time I feel like 
obligated to like look at and try to pick new favorites of each generation and try yeah. to play with those ones. I don't know about Carter and Sawyer, but yeah. For me, I always like to go for a Gyarados. I like to get <laughs> Magic Carp to just slowly grind him until he turns into yep. a Gyarados. That's always classic. But for me, I also like to have uh, Gengar. I like to get Gengar on my team, or however you say it. It's, I think it's Gengar, right? Yeah, I say Gengar. Some people say Gengar, and that just doesn't feel right. <laughs> oh yeah every team i mean i'm serious every team has a gyarados no matter what every yeah. team yep as yep. mag magic carp was always he was always there always he's always given yeah. like you can yeah, catch exactly. him pokeball he can, he can spit in the water and he jumps up at you yeah so he was i mean he was always on my team and then later on um man i always i can never say his name but the um edgeless age slash yes I love that thing. That thing is so sick. With the sword and the shield and the constantly change in. I love it. Which one? Say it It's like Edgy Slash. Edgy Slash. He's the sword shield looking thing. And when he's attacking, he transforms into the sword position and then he'll defend and transform into the... Oh. Yeah. He's strong as crap and I love him. Gotcha. But those two are typically... Because I've kind of advanced too with my... Um, my video game um, where before I really I kind of went for how they looked and if I liked them and now I'm mainly <laughs> every single one of my Pokemon has to have a dual type so I just cover the whole range of gotcha I feel like sometimes when I have dual types though I forget like that they have mm -hmm. a second typing and then they get destroyed because I don't switch them out the right times so yep, yep. I don't know I feel like I always go for the single types because, like, then I can remember, okay, he's not going to get wrecked. <laughs> yep. It's not a firefighting. I don't have to worry about psychic here. <laughs> um, so, uh, with me saying my favorite Pokemon, what are you guys' favorite Pokemon? Just let's get it out there. Man, so my favorite... <sighs> if you have to one. if you have to sum it up to three i can i, I can throw two out there quick too so because a lot of people like i can't tell you my favorite but i could tell you like my my top three so if you need to do that go ahead <laughs> no i gotcha um uh so my favorite would have to be probably dark ride dark ride okay yes cool i mean obviously i love my bulbasaur i love you know chikorita they have a special place pichu Pichu is flipping adorable, but <laughs> man, if I had to choose one, it'd probably be Darker. I, I think oh, yeah, yeah. he's one of the coolest <laughs> looking things. And and then that also goes in with the card game. And I one of my favorite oh, decks yeah. has three of those suckers in it, and they're just he's awesome. So he's probably my favorite. Gotcha. Good how how avidly do you play the the card game? now oh like. not as much anymore honestly we played a lot when my wife and i first got married and but once we picked up magic it kind of has gone to the way honestly got gotcha. you got gotcha, you got gotcha. you so i'll go um i don't know why i mean i think i feel like dragon dragons are always sick so i should have a dragon as my favorite pokemon because i just think the type is cool but um, I've always, 
to me, um, obviously the first region, uh, Charmander, Bulbasaur, and um, what's Squirtle. Squirtle. Sorry. <laughs> obviously those you know those guys are classic vintage, but I just the combination of Totodile and Cyndaquil is my can't the Kanto region is my favorite uh, region and. Even though I haven't played as much as Diamond, I just love that game um, because I think those two are just beautiful. So I, I'm always torn, but I have to say I like Cyndaquil the best, and Total Total Dial is sick as well. But this that region gets me, man. I don't know why. But... Gotcha. Jodo is sick. Yeah. Oh, it's Jodo. Yeah, Kanto's Gen One. Oh. So that's Sorry. Kanto then Jodo. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But yeah, ooh. Um, for me, I definitely am a fan of Lugia. I just I think Lugia is my favorite uh, legendary Pokemon. I'm also a big fan of Garchomp. I just think he just looks the coolest. Plus, he's really hard um, in the Elite Four on Diamond. <laughs> I think everyone, whenever I look up like Pokemon stuff, everyone talks about Garchomp for some reason on on Diamond. And then, of course, I like the whole evolution of Pip, of Piplup. Empoleon. It's just I think it was like the first game I actually got to the third evolution on a starter besides Ruby because like I didn't really care about the third evolution of Trico didn't really stick with me at all. I just like Trico. <laughs> like if I went back I would just I would I would keep him from evolving. Yeah. But those are my three I think. Definitely Lugia, Garchomp and, and Piplup. Perfect. I like it. I like it. Um I kind of want to add my next two too because I feel like there are a couple of Pokemon that people don't really like think of as like favorites, but it also includes like my favorite Evolution. I really like my second favorite Pokemon behind uh, Haxorus is easily Jolteon, and then after that is Nidoking. Oh yeah, I love Nidoking, and the main reason I love Nidoking is when I so I never beat Kanto until I got home from my mission. So this was like 2016 when I beat Kanto for the first time and I got a Nidoking and it's so freaking diverse because you can teach it like any TM. So it had like ice beam, surf, earthquake and flamethrower on it. And it was just a beast. Oh no, it had toxic, not flamethrower, but like still just a beast of a Pokemon. And it instantly became one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I remember playing, man, I, I think I played, oh man, when I went back and just played with an emulator with um, red and blue, there was a very, very small chance of finding a Nidoran. Very, very small chance. And I would spend hours trying to get the Nidoran. I mean, hundreds of sparrows and spear yeah. or, you know, would pop up, but there was that small chance of a Nidoran. And I totally grinded that and I would get him every time. Oh, yeah. Nice. So yeah, by far my favorite. So I wanted to ask, I saw this, uh, I just thought of this reading the questions. Um, I thought it would be interesting. We don't want all have to answer it, but if you have something. So what would be the scariest Pokemon to encounter in the real world? Oh, I got it. I got <laughs> it. I got it. You got it? So, I mean, so there's a couple <laughs> I thought of that I can think of is so like scariest in person would probably for me be Buzzhole. Have you guys seen him? 
He's just yeah. this totally Puzzle. look him up. Puzzle. He's so this stuff. He's this bug looking thing that's just beefed up to no end. And I just think he would mess you up if you oh, saw Puzzle. him. Oh yeah. yeah. He swore. If you saw him. If you saw him in person, there yeah, there's nothing. Dude it looks like he has a freaking deskido needle on Oh yeah. What the freak? Awesome. He's pretty cool looking. That is scary. Um but I remember I remember reading because I like reading the cards and like the backstory on some like you know, at yeah. one point in my life. And I remember the backstory of uh Frost Lass. Do you guys know her? So yeah. it's the evolution mm -hmm. of Snortrut. And the the backstory of oh, that yeah. Pokemon is so basically a woman died on a mountaintop and with snow. And as she died, a part of her lingered on, and that's how she became who she is, Frostlass. <clears throat> and the way she eats is she eats frozen souls. So I thought that would be one of the most scariest things ever. That's a pretty sick backstory. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's freaking awesome. I know Pokemon got that in depth. Oh, oh dude, yeah. there are some creepy ones. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I had to look up the name of this one, but I, I remember now. Uh, Drifloon. Oh, yeah. uh, its description is that it... Um, let me just read it. It grabs the hands of small children and drags them away to the afterlife. <laughs> so literally like a child grabs this as like a balloon because it's literally a balloon and it just like yeah. gets carried off to death basically <laughs> like goodbye it also says in its description it dislikes heavy children so I would have been fine <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah there's plenty of creepy creepy oh, no. things I feel like Haunter, I think that's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah Haunter would be pretty terrifying because he puts you to sleep and then eat your dreams. Mm -hmm. And then there's nothing you could do. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, there's some pretty creepy ones out there. I, mean, I think Glalie him. would be pretty creepy as well because it's like yeah. the big Majora's Mask moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking in the eyes of a ditto would be scary. Is it a copy? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't... Um, Jinx has the attract one, right? <laughs> so it's not necessarily scary, but it's the fact that I might have to bang it. That'd be scary, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Where do we take that? I don't know. <laughs> Shoot. Um. Oh, this is a good question. So we'll just jump away from what I just said. Um. So with. You might not have an answer, though, but I think it's interesting. So with your kids growing up in this Pokemon age, uh, what difference have you seen between their fascination experience with it and your own, if you've seen anything different? Because I know your kids love Pokemon as well. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, straight from the get-go, the one, or the get-go is, uh, so they didn't have the cards like I did. So I started with the cards. I had cards for a few years before I even touched a game. And so for me, seeing these creatures come to life off of these pieces of paper, I just remember being so, you know, dumbfounded by it. It blew my mind. And I, my kids are never going to experience that. They've had the Pokemon TV series. They've had my cards to look at. They've had toys, you know, thrown at them since day one. Um, so their experience is that's what they know. They know Pokemon. It's everywhere. That's, um, yeah. and it's, I started thinking of the, the, yeah. So they'll never experience what I felt when I first saw a Bulbasaur do a vine whip attack, you know, and actually see him do it. Mm-hmm. We'll see his body move, shake. and then yeah. see, the... <laughs> see, see pixels move across. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> Hey, that's big back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and I wonder if, like, my experience is similar to your kids, because I feel like I was introduced to it more in, like, the movies and the anime and stuff before I even played the games. Like, my brothers would play the games a lot, and they'd show me, and I was just too young to really understand what was going on, I feel like. But, like, watching the movie and watching all that... I think is where I got it. So I think I might be in the same boat as I didn't get to see these come to life. I got to like be able to be a part of this world that was on the screen already. And then I was in control. It wasn't me watching the destiny of it. If you know what I mean? Definitely. So I'm wondering if that's the same thing. What was that? Sorry. Me and Carter having a pretty big discussion the other day about this. And it, Reminds me of this topic, uh, kind of off Pokemon, but like, I feel like kids nowadays with gaming, I feel like we've all been pretty lucky to be able to see where gaming came from and that we're able to fully appreciate how games are made and like where it's gone. But like, kids who grew up and their first game was Fortnite and, you know, not being able to experience like Super Mario 64, um, it's just a completely different experience than what we... So I feel like whenever you think about gaming, we always think about those old games and how they used to look and how they used to run. And I, we have this great appreciation for how great they are now. While mm-hmm. it's just like we just have a completely different perspective on gaming than so much of the population of gaming now. Well, I can tell you right now, there hasn't been a game in the ta- past 10 years that I look back and go, oh, yeah, you know. I don't, I've never felt that way like I have when I was playing my first Pokemon or um, Mario Kart 64, Wave Race 64. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I just, I can't think of one game in the past 10 years of me having those same feelings. Gotcha. So that, that just brings a couple questions in my mind is like, what do you think like is the difference now? And... Um, then also, do you think that that's going to be the same for kids that are growing up now, but they're going to have different memories like Fortnite and stuff like that? Is it going to be like the same thing or do you think it's going to be different? Because like we played games when we were younger and we got to see them and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Is it going to be the same kind of nostalgia that they have? Was it because was it because we were kids that made it that like amazing of a game? Yeah. Is it I think, because we've grown up 
<laughs> well, the one thing that I can think of, well, specifically with me, is I remember our first system that we ever bought was a 64. And I was a little kid, and I just remember the progression. We just live in the day and age where graphics and everything, it's all pretty similar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have indie games and stuff, but we've for the past five years yeah i mean warzone call of duty have gotten a little better but it's been pretty dang phenomenal on the way they look you know and i feel like we kind of grew up in this time frame of seeing this you know 8-bit turn into you know what we had it's just that progression of the systems that came out and the- exponential and during those time periods yes. like it literally blew our minds away from one console to the next literally being 10 times better than the last one but you yep. just that doesn't happen. So yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Like, will these kids, or they're just gonna see it more as a linear thing? Like, all oh, these same games are coming out, and it looks pretty similar to each other. While for us, it was like a freaking rocket ship from Super Smash Bros. sixty four to Melee. You know? Yeah. yeah. But like, is it gonna be the same as like when we think of Pokemon back in the day? Um, are they gonna have the same nostalgia? I don't know. That's gonna be a experiment for fifteen years down the road. But I, man, I feel these kids are playing for a different purpose, though. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming some of these kids that play Fortnite, they'll have good memories, but they're playing on a completely different level than what I think we did when we were younger. Yeah. There was no competition besides melee, you know. Yeah. And and even back then, that competition was. You against the, your friend, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You against so another happened. person that didn't really know how to use joysticks. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because, like, I feel like gaming now is super sweaty, and we've talked about this a bunch, so we can get off this topic if we want to and get back to Pokemon. Or <laughs> <laughs> right, we could just keep going. I don't care. <laughs> Whatever. I just, I don't know. It's like... I wonder what the population of gaming is. Whether they just want to be pro gamers instead of just for the love of games, you know, mm-hmm. or an escape. I think that's a that'd be a very interesting study to run and see what the mindset is of kids now. So I feel like there's probably a very big population that is, you know, wants to be a professional gamer and it's just all for the competition. For sure, for sure. And I, I think you can also see the industry going that way, where it's all just about. These companies can see that video gaming is a way to make money. So they just put in a formula to try to make a game that can bring money to them. While as before, it was more about these solo companies trying to make a video game because they love video games, you know? I think yeah. that is just a problem as well. You see it so much. It's really annoying, but... For sure. We got another episode about this as well. But... <laughs> I think we've talked about it quite a few times. And I love talking about it. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's kind of stay on the same vein, though. Um, what do you guys think makes Pokemon so good? And what do you see in the road to come? Because, like, I know we all have different, like, opinions and stuff on the road Pokemon's taking lately. Um, personally, I don't like it. But uh, let's just focus on that. Like, what makes Pokemon a good game nowadays? Well, I would like to ask you, so what don't you like coming into the future? What- <laughs> so when, so mainly the last game we played was Sword and Shield. It came out. 
I didn't like the game, like mainly at all. Um, it gave me a sense of like rushed and really didn't really feel all that authentic. The only thing they added was Gigantamax and Dynamaxing, and mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't feel like they're doing it for um, good reasons. It felt like it felt like the money grabbed me. I don't know. And a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people would disagree with that. Like, I know a lot of people that love the game. Um, but it just didn't feel right when I was playing it. It just felt really handholdy. It felt really, and again, it is a child's game, but I feel like we're making child children games way too easy. <laughs> yeah. um, there needs to be a little bit of struggle on Route 1, fighting your first Pidgey. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my main gripes with it, is it's, too easy it doesn't feel like a game anymore it feels like i'm just walking through i mean that's that's probably my biggest gripe with nintendo in general i love nintendo i grew up with it that's my system but there needs to be a pretty good line between they between what their audience their kids or whatever to the pro level. So I, I firmly believe there needs to be a line between there's a switch and then a switch pro. Mm-hmm. You have games, you have more advanced stuff, more advanced Pokemon. I mean, they just need to cut into that boundary of just being a little more mature because <laughs> yeah. a lot of these guys that are playing this Pokemon, they're not kids. <laughs> yeah. They're these guys that are 30 year old that grew up with it. And they're the ones that are wanting to play it. They're the ones that are, you know, striving to get the best they can out of it. Um, but man, man, with me, yeah, Sword and Shield was rough. Um, I love the way that they're going with the open concept world. Mm-hmm. I do like that. But can you really call that open concept? I mean, there's one little valley, and you can walk around the valley. Okay, you know. Yeah, and it's the same Pokemon in the same it, places. It, yeah, it's the same. It's um, the same concept. Is you're stuck no, with this is. one big old route now. Yep, and yep. you go to the certain area with the certain Pokemon, and you catch those certain Pokemon. It isn't yep. open area at all. No. And I did love the way they did open up the world where you can actually see Pokemon. You know, I loved that. I loved seeing a Caterpie and an Onix, and it actually looked yeah. like their sizes mattered. Um, For sure. And I believe, so the new game that's coming out, Legend of Arceus, Arceus. or whatever. It kind of showed that, right? So one of my biggest gripes with Pokemon in general is there needs to be a fine line between wild battle Pokemon and when you're battling a trainer. So when you're battling a trainer, I get it. You throw out your Pokemon, you battle. Boom, boom, boom. But out in the wild, it's... I wish it just... It would actually seem like it was something real out in the wild. Like, where you can sneak up and just demolish the stupid thing if you catch it off guard, you know. And it looks that like is you off guard, it can demolish you. No, exactly. Like that'd be exactly. awesome. And that was one of my favorite things about Sword and Shield was like your typical MMO RPG, you kind of have their level above their head and how much health they have. And that's the one thing I loved about Sword and Shield was you saw a big old Snorlax or an Onyx, but you had no idea how strong that sucker was. So he'd run up to it, go battle it and realize that he was 80 level higher than you. And then you book it because you had no chance. Yeah. You know, and I loved that. I loved that. 
that difference, that excitement of, oh, crap, I ran into a bee drill. Oh, shoot, let's get the crap out of here, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I, I, that's the one thing I want more is I want actually a legit open world and not a follow-up path. Oh, here's a planes, and now we'll go back onto a path. And it looks like Legend of Arceus is kind of going that way, right? I mean, yeah. Well, and we talked about it when Nintendo Direct came out about it uh, yeah. back in the day. And I'm kind of on more on Carter's side uh, now, giving it a couple months rest and rewatching the the thing. Is it kind of look like crap? Yeah. Like the trailer? The, I'm not. I'm not super super excited for it. Um, and this is a multi million dollar company. Like. <laughs> You, yeah. You'd expect that they'd put together something that looked amazing for their open like world was concept alpha game. stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, th- I was like, this is a, an official announcement commercial trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I don't yeah. know. <clears throat> we'll just have to see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. what, what they need to do in that game is have a master mode, just like Breath of the Wild has its own master mode. Just make it Jeez. crazy intense Jeez. for people that want it to be that intense. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's true. Hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, every Twitch stream or any kind of um, gameplay you see of these professional players, they're playing master mode. You don't see any of them playing yep. the normal. You know, that's what they want. They want the competition. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. hard. If your Pokemon faints, it dies. <laughs> Dead. <Yeah. laughs> like, well, Breath of the Wild, I'd never played, but master mode because I'm not that good. No, but it's hard. Pokemon. Man. If if it's a sword and shield kind of Pokemon, like a master mode to me can't get that much harder. Like, <laughs> like it will be like Gen One, Gen Two, where it does kick yeah. your butt at times, yeah. and that's what I want is to like find out. Oh, I'm not as good as I am. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, this is like your typical Pokemon game too. Is I mean, for the past six generations, for me, it's always been this way. I pick up the game, I pick my starter, I grind for a little bit to get the levels up. Take on the first gym, grind a little bit more to get the levels up, evolve. And then after that point, you almost don't have to grind anymore. Mm -hmm. And I want that continuous grinding throughout the whole game. Because by the time you're you're through your your second stadium, everything's a little too easy. Honestly, if you're a couple levels ahead of them and those, you know, elemental attacks or whatever they call them, those special ability attacks, you're kind of just wailing on them. And so at that point, when you get to the, the, the league and the final four or whatever, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. yeah. I want to be forced to, to use more items. I feel like the only items I use was the ether. Isn't that what gives you your moves back and mm-hmm. just super potions. That's all. And I just kept spamming the same surf or whatever over <laughs> and over again. Yep. Well, and like when you do like competitive battling and stuff, you do use those items and they do matter, but like, in the game, it, it, the game seems like the hassle to get to like the challenging part for a lot of people. Like I never battled anybody. I never taken the time to get good at it, but like I do watch on YouTube here and there. I dabble here and there um, <laughs> of these people that like actually fight their teams against each other and like the strategies behind it. And it looks really cool, but you'll never get that in the Pokemon game because they don't want to make it hard for the child audience. <laughs> Hundred percent, I agree with you. I want to. How many times have you guys actually used Tail Whip in a battle? Never. 
And I'm telling these professional players or whatever, they're constantly using those abilities, those attacks that, you know, get your, the other guys off their guard. They're important mm-hmm. moves. They are. There's a reason they're there. But they just don't, they don't allow you to get to that point because it's too easy. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, yeah. I do want to ask a question that's kind of Do it, dumb. man. Do it, man. So if you could bring one Pokemon into this world, then there's no, like, fighting. There's not, like, a... It's not, like, the most useful Pokemon, just the cutest one that you would have follow you around. <laughs> not the most useful one, like, you would use it to fly around or surf. Just to follow you around, just a cute little Pokemon, what, what would it be? Pichu. Pichu? Oh, That's yeah. Good... 100%. <laughs> Pichu. The cutest Yeah, he completely... I, yeah, he's the only one I need to be on. cute. Just one that no. you want to have follow you around. But Pichu was my my Super Smash Brothers. He's Pichu's mine. Pikachu, you know, when melee. But hundred percent Pichu. Do you still do you still use Pikachu in the new Smash games? No, I mainly use Pichu. Oh, cool, cool. So flipping fast, so fast. I'd be yeah. stuck between Shinx. Um. Piplup, of course, and Mudkip. I like Mudkip. <laughs> little axolotl. I like how Pokemon, like, I feel like it introduced a lot of people to, like, different animals. Like, I never knew what an axolotl was before Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> like, who the freak knows what an axolotl is? <laughs> but they're cute little buggers. Are you telling me Mudkip's an axolotl? Because I think you're thinking of a different Pokemon. Are you sure? You're thinking Axelotl. of like, what's his name? Wooks or something? Oh, what's his name? Not Wooper. You're not talking about Wooper, are you? Wooper, no, yeah. Mud- Mudkip is based off an axolotl as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I think Wooper is as well. <laughs> Even Chansey might be one. You, <laughs> 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 uh, an axolotl is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> They're freaking cute, dude. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's so creepy. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) I think if I was going to bring a Pokemon from the Pokemon world to here as like a cool little pet and stuff, it'd probably be a Growlithe. (laughs) Growlithe to the R29. Can't argue that. Oh, my Clifford, the big red dog. But okay, so if you had to. What was that? I don't know, I was gonna say uh, I just watched that that movie called Togo with the the dog movie. Oh yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. What's it called? Togo. Oh yeah, Togo. So it's that, it's that um, sled movie, and this guy it's about the when he's bringing the medicine through Alaska, and he has his the sled dog race team, and his main dog, the lead dog, is named Togo. And after that, watch that movie. I'm obsessed with dogs. So maybe. <laughs> uh, What's this dog right here? I don't know what this dog is, but I'll just be in this one. I'll put it on the chat. You guys can tell me which one this is. Sounds good. What's that left one? Uh, Stoutland. Not Stoutland, but the one before it. Ugh. No, I need to look it up. Herdier. Herdier, yep. That's it. That boy. Take that boy. Stoutland. You wouldn't want the, the first one? Lillipup? No, I want the one on the left. The cute one. The one that's on <laughs> Carter's camera. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, sorry, I didn't show it to you. No, you're good. 
What are you saying, Calvin? Oh, I can't remember. You're talking to me about Growlithe, I think. Oh, did everyone say what their favorite was? Yeah. Well, I want to know now. So I would like to know what everyone's favorite Pokemon that they would have for a specific purpose. If you had to have one for, you know, not just cute, not for... Uh, ditto. Hmm. I can think of so many things with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good one, honestly. I didn't even think about yeah. that. That one's pretty dang on point. I, I was thinking like a Machamp or something, just to help on the farm. Move stuff around. <laughs> Pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would like have a flying to... one. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. probably Lugia, honestly. Charizard Lugia. Ooh, Dragonite. Dragonite's cute. I wouldn't be scared to be on him or get stabbed by his scales <laughs> or anything. And isn't it like really smart? What are we going? Dragon Tails, man. Dragon Tails. <laughs> I always think of Dragon Tails. <laughs> mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, look at Dragonite. So freaking cute. Is there a Pokemon that can do surf and fly? Because I'll do that but, one. Like, why would you need a surf if you could fly over the water? <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> like I think relax, if, gigantic like pillow, those huge oh, like what do you call them the beanbag pillows, beanbag yeah. things. Nice. Like I, I can only think of like the flying being super like awesome to have, um, and I'd want like a dope like bird Pokemon. I feel like I think I'd go with like Braviary, <clears throat> get the America bird in there. I just had a good one. Hmm. Abra or Mewtwo? Because can't they teleport? And could they teleport me with them? That's better than flying. We'll take that. I always wonder what like the limits are. Can they like just teleport to the other side of the world like instantly? Yeah. Like, or is it like I can teleport out of like situations, so I can teleport like fifty feet away? <laughs> Because if they That's can teleport cool. like to the other side of the world, then yes, I would like an Alakazam, like a hundred percent. Yeah, Alakazams have five thousand IQ and they can teleport and have telekinetic yeah, powers. Be so easy to powers. cheat. For some reason, <laughs> whenever I think of Alakazam, I always think of you, Calvin. Did you used to have a fancy? Did you used to like those? Oh yeah, right, you did. Right? Alakazam, yeah. Alakazam yeah. was always on my team. Yeah, I thought so. Oh yeah. Speaking of it which, always, when I took that always, test, I was Alakazam. It told me. Oh, oh shoot. Mine was Alakazam. You ruined the game, dude. Dang. Oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. So we're going to play a little game here. I guess we're just going to be and Colin. Hey, Colin, text right. me in the host chat <laughs> where your Pokemon is. I still want to know the questions, though, Carter. The questions that or, I asked Or the, the clues that you would give me. I want to know that. Oh, I was supposed to give you clues. Okay. Okay. You put yours too. You put yours too. Are they all? Are they all? Any Pokemon in all the generations, or is it specific? There was like there was like only fifty from like the classics. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's the gotcha. first generation. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. And so, I think they're only final evolutions too. So okay, so this is actually gonna be hard because I think we both take the shape of our Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> so we got. The two Pokemon between me and Colin is Gollum and Gengar. <laughs> Who's who? <laughs> Wait, so you're saying that's your two? That's yeah, the two, between, yeah. Between which, me one and Zoe. Is, which one's which? Gol- I would say Gollum is Colin. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
Gotcha, gotcha. Gengar and then Alakazam. Have <laughs> <laughs> um, you ever taken a test like that, Calvin? I have. I know I have. I just don't. You don't remember yet? No. I could see you being a Venusaur. Mm. <laughs> I'd gladly take that. I just know one of your favorites is Bulbasaur, so I oh, could see, easily see it. Oh my gosh. I had such a weird obsession with that stupid Pokemon. <laughs> and it's pointless. It's like one of the worst starters you can have. Seriously. I mean, like, beginning of the game, like well, you said. Now, nowadays, nowadays it's almost. Yeah, got gotcha, you, got gotcha. you. But yes, the first generation stuff, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good, but. Um. So you asked what questions do we ask? Do we have to answer? They were like, um, like what choices would you make? So like, if you're going to share news, what, how, um, what would you share? And then like, what do you value? What's your dream Things vacation? Like yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. So they're actually pretty, this is the playnintendo.com version. Gotcha. So it's the most official one, even though it's kind of short. <laughs> it's still just the personality test that doesn't really mean anything. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was way more complex than the mystery dungeon questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate that. I can't choose my Pokemon in that game, man. I would go through that you would re- <laughs> 20 times until I got... I think I was trying to get Cubone for some reason, because he's cute, but... <laughs> Literally, it's so annoying. Just let me choose if I don't like the Pokemon. <laughs> You could look up online and it would tell you which 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 answers to do. Answer. Yeah. Yep. I wasn't that smart back then. <laughs> the internet was just a baby back then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I won't forget. It was like I I would see Payne on the internet back when I was a kid. I remember asking him like a day after, like, dude, how do I get on the internet? And he wouldn't tell me, and I just you know I couldn't figure it out. Just click on Google. I thought it was like some elaborate. Thing to get the internet up. <laughs> Already, is there anything else anyone wants to ask? I'm good. Um, first things first. I think. Um, I think the last question that needs to be answered: What's the best generation? Oh, first by far. First. That man. That's my biggest. One of my biggest gripes nowadays, honestly, it just seems like, and there's 150, right? That came out with the first one, mm-hmm. right? And how many new ones came out the last one? Do you know? With Does Sword and Shield? I yeah. don't know. It's probably like 84 or 100 or something like that. Okay. No, like somewhere in that range. The only game that really has done like a full set of new Pokemon was Black and White. And okay. in the first Black and White, you couldn't even catch Pokemon from the older generations. It was just that 150. Oh. Black and White 2 had more than just their their Pokedex in it. But other than that, it's usually 100 or less is what they add. Yeah. Now, first generation for me. Gotcha. By far. I'd have to say third or fourth, but that's just because nostalgia reasons. First generation, solid, 100%. Um, Third is just my life. That's where I live. <laughs> I want to live in Hoenn. <laughs> All right. I already kind of said it with my favorite Pokemon, but jo- Johto? Yeah. Cubone, Sandshrew, um, Nidoran, my boys, Cyndaquil, and Totodile. I don't know why that game hypes me up. <laughs> 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 
No, Generation 4 is what I'm closest to by far. Generation yep. 4 was that Diamond I, Pearl, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Suno. So Johto is a Gen 2? Yeah. Okay. In Johto, in Gen 2, you can play Johto, and then after you beat that Elite 4, you can go to Ho- uh, Kanto to beat their Elite 4. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest. Like, I feel like they're planning on like quitting there because it's like, oh, it's so big that we're going to have both regions in it, and then there's like, nope, everybody loves it. Let's make a third yeah. game. Yeah. All right. Good to go? Yep. Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thanks for being on, Calvin. It was super fun to talk to you again. Heck yeah, no problem. Sweet. Again, thanks, guys. Uh, like always, please subscribe. Do all that stuff. Come join our Discord. We'd love to talk with you and and all the things like that. That being said, deuces. See you next week. Bless you.